Hey y'all, we're back. We got some interesting stuff to talk about. I, I do a lot of reading since I started this thing, and uh, you, you come across some of the, the craziest shit you ever saw. Believe it or not, I was on a post on, on, on our Facebook page, Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke, and um, I got this post that it's official. The suitcase size minigun enters full production. This thing's pretty cool looking, but I can't think of anybody that really needs one well there's a want and there's a need but but it seems two years ago the xm556 was turning heads at the shot show at uh, a few years ago at uh, 2017 and uh, the suitcase size minigun is going into full production now empty empty shells ceo and president jf pitts uh, said his company has spent two years perfecting the and fine-tuning this micro-gun, they're calling it. And you can let your imagination run wild, he says, about this customizable wonder weapon. Now you tell me where you want it, and we'll put it there. Huh. Well, it's half the size of the traditional M134, and the XM556 owes its micro-statue to the 5.56 round, and uh, it's chambered in 5.56 NATO, fires 2,000 to 6,000 rounds per minute, weighs about 16 pounds empty, it's got six barrels and can rotate either direction to clear a failure, and uses a 1,000 round backpack. Now, while the XM 5.56 is less uh, powerful than the 7.62 Brethren, uh, it, defensive suppression weapon is also cheaper, lighter, and more versatile than most miniguns. Now, that's a pretty cool-looking thing. And uh, the first units are expected to arrive in the hands of the military during the next six months or so. And at the moment, these they're only going to be available to military and law enforcement. So, but there's a video out there. It says the suitcase-sized minigun. Uh, check it out. This thing, uh, it's badass. I mean, but I, I really don't want, need one, but... Of course, I don't have enough ammo to feed the thing, but whatever. But anyway, I came across a couple other guns that I thought were pretty interesting and we wanted to talk about. One is the Medusa Model 47 and the Manhuren uh, MR73. Now, first off, the Medusa Model 47 or the Medusa M47 is a revolver manufactured by the Phillips and Rogers Incorporated of Huntsville, Texas, and that would be in the late 1990s. Uh, it's based on the Smith uh, K-frame, and it's notable for being capable of chambering and firing approximately 25 different cartridges within the 9mm range. Now, that would be such as 357 Magnum, 38, uh, 380 ACP, and 9mm. Now, while smaller diameter cartridges can be fired, but accuracy goes out the window. So, the revolver was not a commercial success, and the company that produced them ceased operations. Just a few hundred uh, guns were made, and so they closed up. But the company that created the Medusa, like we said, was Phillips and Rogers, and uh, designed principally by Jonathan W. Phillips and Roger A. Hunziger, and. Um, who produced a relatively smaller number of the guns. And uh, Jonathan Phillips actually was a gunsmith, and he also worked as a computer scientist for uh, NASA. And he was mainly responsible for designing the cylinder, extractor, and ejector mechanism. 
as well as the system that used for positioning the cartridge in the cylinder. Now, he applied for two patents on February 3rd and 93 for the ejector cartridge positioner for revolvers and the ejector and cartridge positioner. So, he later filed patents for the bore of weapons on uh, February 27th of 96. Now, uh, that outlines the rifling that Medusa was going to use on that particular one. But uh, Roger A. Hunziker uh, outlines, uh, uh, designed the firing pin mechanism for the Medusa, and, and he had his patents for the firing pin mechanism that he filed in 95. But Phillips and Rogers Incorporated not only produced the Medusa M47 revolver, but they also made several conversion cylinders for revolvers made by Smith & Wesson, Colt, and Ruger. Uh, very few of these revolvers were actually produced. Now, the firing pin mechanism was designed by Roger A. Hunziger, like we mentioned earlier, and uh, it's very similar to the system of the Smith & Wesson revolvers. Now, the firing pin is not part of the hammer. Instead, it floats freely in the frame while under spring tension, so it does not rest against any primer in, the car in any cartridges. Now, the hammer was, uh, has also a special feature. Uh, unless the trigger is squeezed, it will not contact the firing pin. Instead, it rests a few millimeters back. So, there is also a transfer bar system between the hammer and the firing pin. This allows the hammer to hit the firing pin only when the bar is up and the trigger is pulled. Now, the design of the cylinder includes a spring-loaded tooth that extends into the chamber when, the car, uh, when a rimmed cartridge is loaded. The tooth will push out, is pushed out into the, way, into the center of the cylinder by the cartridge that uh, remains there until the round is extracted. Now that holds it in place. The rim of the cartridge and the frame hold the, uh, the round in place. So, when the rimless pistol cartridge is placed in a cylinder, there is no rim to stop the round from sliding down the chamber if it is not headspace for that caliber. Thus, when a rimless cartridge is inserted, the tooth will push down initially as the wall of the case slides in. But, when the extractor grooves near the base of the case uh, is over the tooth. so. Uh, it will be pushed back in uh, by spring pressure and catch the round, so it's pretty interesting how this works. Now, the tooth will keep the cartridge from sliding out the front of the cylinder, and the back of the frame will keep, the, keep it from sliding out the back, so it's held in place there. I don't have a lot of credence in it, but it looks interesting. But the cylinder is made from 4330 modified Vandadium steel. Now, the uh, Medusa M47 is based on the Smith's K-frame, which is one of the most uh, common revolver frame sizes, especially for revolvers that are chambered in, chambered in 9mm 38-357 calibers. Now, the revolver is able to be fired in both double and single action. Uh, revolvers of this size have been very popular with the police and military groups as well as the civilian market due to reasonable weight and dimensions. In order to handle the immense pressure of the various rounds the pistol can fire, the, fr the frame has to be very strong. So it is constructed of 80, 8620 steel, which is hardened to a 28 Rockwell, by the way. Sometime we'll talk about what Rockwell is if some of you don't know. It's a hardening process, but 
The uh, barrel is composed of 4150 chrome moly steel, and the barrel is also fluted, which may save some weight and speed up cooling of the barrel, but in practical terms, these effects are very minimal in a firearm so small. So the fluting is mostly for style. Well, one must be looking good as they do their thing there. But anyway, they went out of business, and uh, I understand that they're collectible. So if you're into collectible things, there you are. So now, now there's the Man Urhin MR73, and it's a, fr- uh, it's a French manufactured high-end double-action, single-action revolver primarily chambered in 38 and 357. Now the MR73 is manufactured by Man Urhin and is available in two and a half, two and three quarters, three inch, four inch, four and a quarter, five and a quarter, five and three quarters, six and eight inch barrel lengths. Now, the MR73 is a standard issue with France's uh, Jean de Marais, and uh, in some police units, uh, including special weapons tactics teams uh, like RAID, R-A-I-D, and G-I-G-N, and other comparable units. In 2021, Beretta began to import the M73 Gendarmerie and the M73 Sport into the United States. The, uh, every MR73 is a match-grade accurate shipped from its own factory, shipped with its own test uh, factory test target that's fired at 27 yards, averaging 15 rounds and no group over three-quarters of an inch diameter with selected ammo is allowed. Now, the MR73 has an adjustable trigger uh, in both double and single action modes uh, with a feature found in other high-end revolvers such as the Korth and the Jans. Now, these, these adjustments do not alter the strength of the mainspring, ensuring reliable primer ignition. So, this is due to the use of roller bearings in the trigger mechanism along with extensive hand fitting and polishing of components during assembly. And the MR73 requires more than 12 hours of hand fitting at the factory, making it about 50% more expensive than com- com- competing U.S. manufactured brands. The revolver can be converted to a 9mm with supplied replacement cylinder. However, the 9mm under, is under French law has uh, a status of ammunition of war. Thus, from the early 1980s, production was limited to the versions in 38 and 357. Now, cylinder chambers are finished with an impact process that makes them glass smooth and extremely hard. The factory proof fires each cylinder uh, chamber with uh, 357 Magnum ammunition generating 30% more pressure than the CIP maximum allowable pressure for the Magnum cartridge. The factory guarantees that the cylinder will not burst or show bulging or deformation with 357 Magnum ammunition developing a double the uh, CIP pressure. Uh, of uh, 43,511 PSI, meaning the cylinder can withstand 87,023 pounds per square inch. Now, the the frame, cylinder, and barrel of the MR73 are made of Orden certified alloy steel. Now, the barrels are manufactured by cold hammering 
and uh, rifling is formed during the forging process. That eliminates the need to cut the rifling as a separate step. Now, this creates an extremely hard and microscopically smooth internal barrel surface. Now, Manhurin SA had, a, uh, had made a counterweight for use with the Manhurin uh, MR73 5.5 inch and greater length of barrels and uh, they also come with high quality walnut grips. HKS makes speed loaders for the uh, model number 10A for use with the 38, 357, and 9mm caliber cylinders. Now there's a sporting variant called the MR32 Match which is produced in 32 Smith & Wesson Long. It was first produced in 1985. Other sporting variants are the uh, M30, MR38 match chambered in 38 Special, of course, and the MR22 match chambered in, of course, 22 Long Rifle. Now, the match versions feature only in single action triggers and have an extended rearward rise. Now, this allows the aiming length to be increased without increasing the total length of the weapon. This would have uh, made, it exceeded, uh, made it exceed the maximum dimensions authorized by certain competitions. A variant called the Gendarmerie features adjustable rear sights and a larger front sights. But that's an interesting gun. I mean, of course, if you got some deep pockets, that's the way to go. But anyway, if you got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, Feel free to contact us at uh, gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M smoke, all lowercase at yahoo.com. Or go to our Facebook page, Gunsmoke Gunsmoke. And uh, drop us a friend request. Send us some pictures. Love to see what you're doing. Got some from some folks in um, southern Africa, down down in the bottom down there. Cape Town, is it? And uh, they uh, sent us some nice information, some of the stuff they're doing there. It's really neat. But anyway, go to Gunsmoke Gunsmoke and become a friend of ours. Love to have you. So until the next time, y'all take care.